0: This episode may contain explicit language and possible spoilers. Listener beware. going on, guys? This is David for Flix Talk Podcast. Now, I'm back with a really, really fun review for you guys. Now, this one, I got to jump back to the year 2004. Wasn't too long ago, but I just wanted to pop this one in because I do it at least once a year. It is definitely my guilty pleasure. The movie I'm talking about is Mean Girls. Now, this film is directed by Mark Waters. Now, a lot of his films I haven't seen too many. The only one I really know is Bad Santa 2, which I kind of refused to watch because the original was so golden I didn't want to check out the sequel. And I heard it did really bad. He also did another Lindsay Lohan movie, which you guys probably know, Freaky Friday. Now, that's another one I actually have not seen, but Mean Girls is around the time when Lindsay started to blossom, kind of more in the mainstream world. She was doing a lot of TV stuff. She was doing a lot of made-for-TV, I believe, movies as well, you know, Disney films and such, but this was kind of her breakthrough in the teen adult world of movies, and this one is big because of the cast attached to it. Now, if you guys didn't know, this was based on a book called Queen Bee's and wannabes and the screenplay of this film is written by SNL's Tina Fey and we also get a couple of SNL cast members in the film as well so this is an all-in-all fun movie guys like I said it's a guilty pleasure of mine because most people wouldn't think of me watching this movie but you know what I've actually asked a lot of guys my age and they do remember Mean Girls and like I said this came out in 2004 and this is like right when I graduated high school so it's kind of around the same age group as what they're going for in the movie and and, uh, I just thought it was, you know, really, really fun and cool and clever because the writing was just so damn good. Now, once again, we have another huge SNL name, Lorne Michaels, who is a producer on this film as well as being a producer on SNL, the show itself. So if you guys haven't seen this movie and you want to take a chance on it and you love SNL and that kind of humor, I definitely recommend so much to take a chance on Mean Girls. It's just something that I just randomly saw on my shelf and I was like, hey, I hadn't seen that in about six, seven months. Let me pop it in and review it for you guys if you have not seen it. So what I'm going to do here, guys, there is going to be some spoilers because I'm going to go over kind of the synopsis just in a rough overview, not really scene by scene, but just things that happen in the overall plot of this film. Now, before I get into the story, guys, let's go over the cast members. So you have Lindsay Lohan as Katie Heron, Rachel McAdams as Regina George, and I don't believe I've seen anything from Rachel McAdams before this. Now, I believe in 2004, The Notebook also came out, but I didn't see that movie until years and years later. And then, of course, I saw her in Wedding Crashers, which I always, you know, that's an absolute comedy gem for me. So, like I said, this is the first time I got introduced to Rachel McAdams, even though she had a few projects before this. Now, we also get Tina Fey, who plays Miss Norberry. Tim Meadows as Mr. Duvall. He plays the principal. Amy Poehler plays Mrs. George, who's Regina George's mom. Anna Gastier, who plays Katie's mom. Lacey Chabert as Gretchen Wieners. Lizzie Kaplan as Janice Ian, Daniel Franzesi as Damien, Neil Flynn as Katie's dad. Amanda Seyfried as Karen Smith. Now you guys probably recognize Amanda Seyfried from Mama Mia. That's like her biggest, biggest role to date. Now guys, let's get into a quick synopsis of this film before I do my breakdown, my likes, and some of my dislikes of this film. So the quick synopsis is, Katie Herring is a hit with the plastics. The A-list girl click at her new school until she makes the mistake of falling for Aaron Samuels, the ex-boyfriend of alpha plastic Regina George. Now you guys probably remember that name or I've seen that name either in memes or just heard it around Regina George. She is queen bee of this high school. Now, her story starts off with Katie's parents, the researchers, and Katie spent a better part of her life in Africa. Now, Katie's also homeschooled until she's 16. Now, her parents think it's time for her to attend a public high school so she can get socialized and just kind of interact and just be a normal kid, you know? So she arrives at her high school and it's like a whole nother world, you know, adults, teachers yelling at her. She doesn't know why because her whole life she's had a very, very loving and caring relationship with her parents. So she doesn't know anything about cliques or even different races because it's really, really funny, guys. We see a scene where she actually walks into the cafeteria at lunchtime and she sees African-Americans and she goes up to them and waves and says, "Jambo." She thinks she thinks they're Africans because she doesn't know anything about African-Americans or different races because she's grown up in Africa her whole life. So we get a funny little scene right there, interaction between different races and cultures and stuff like that. So the first couple of days, she's pretty much the outcast of the school until she then makes some friends with the quote-unquote art freaks Janice and Damien. They decide to ditch class and hang out on the grass by the football field, and out come the Plastics, who are a group of girls that can only be described today as Instagram attention whores, or what they call teen royalty. Now, the Plastics consist of three girls. We got Karen Smith, who's pretty much the airhead of the bunch, Gretchen Wiener, who's dad invented toaster stoodles, so she's hella rich, and the queen bee of popularity, Regina George, who Gretchen also sucks up to all the time, and she knows all of Regina's secrets. One day at lunch, Katie is walking through the cafeteria, and a boy asks her some sexual questions as a joke. She doesn't get what he's talking about, and the plastics take notice. Regina then tells the boy Jason to get lost, and Regina invites Katie to sit down with them. Now, this is their first interaction face-to-face with the plastics, so we get to see Regina and her antics and pretty much just talking shit about everybody. Regina George's nature is just very controlling and deceiving. She then invites Katie to eat with them for the rest of the week. Janice thinks this is hilarious and wants Katie to do some recon work as an experiment and tell her all about it afterwards. So she agrees to do that. The plastics break down that they have rules for their school days, like only wearing your hair up in a ponytail for one day. They wear pink on Wednesdays and jeans or track pants on Friday. So they have this whole set of rules. If you break the rules, you can't sit with them. And it, it, it's just really, really funny to kind of see that throwback because in high school, it was nothing like this. So to see it from their perspective, you know, the popular kids and stuff like that. I'm not saying I wasn't a popular kid, but I don't remember clicks, clicks quite like this i mean there was you know you know band geeks and there was you know jocks and stuff like that but it's just very satirical and kind of to the next level of what these groups were about in high school in the early 2000s so one day gretchen asks if katie likes any boys so far she says she likes a boy named aaron samuels now gretchen immediately shuts her down saying that she can't date him or can't even like him because that's regina george's ex and he's off limits she then tells Katie that she won't tell Regina about what she told her, but that's a total lie. Then they all go to the mall, which a lot of teens do, including myself, in the year 2004. I mean, that's kind of what we did. Now malls are like ghost towns. Like, no one goes to malls anymore. I thought that was really funny that you got to see everyone young kind of hanging out at the mall because that's what we all did. We socialized. We just kind of, you know, window shopped and stuff like that, and our parents picked us up later on that day. It's always great to see malls that are still in action, guys, because there's not that many left in America that are really like packed unless it's like Black Friday or something like that the girls go to Regina George's house afterwards and we're introduced to Mrs. George played by Amy Poehler who's absolutely hilarious she has a boob job in the film and they keep referring to her boobs as hard as rocks so she plays like a real ditzy character that just wants to be young again and she's kind of living through her daughter and it's just hilarious overall so they really exaggerate these characters like I said guys so you definitely got to check this out after hearing this podcast. So next, they all go into Regina George's room and we're introduced to the burn book. Now, this is kind of the whole central piece of what happens from now on. So the burn book is a book where the girls write mean things about girls in their grade. Katie finds out that they wrote a mean message about her friend Janice saying that she's a dyke in the book. So apparently that's the big secret that Janice doesn't want anyone to find out, but it's written here in this book. Now, Katie lies and tells Janice that nothing's written about her in the book. Next, we see Regina George in a phone call with Katie, and she finds out that Katie does like Aaron Samuels. She gives her her blessing and says, if you want to pursue him, go ahead. I'm not going to be mad. In fact, I'm going to put in a good word for you at Aaron Samuels Halloween party. So our next scene, we get to see Aaron's Halloween party and it's cracking. Everybody's dressed in Halloween outfits. This is also where we're introduced to girls are allowed to dress up like sluts one day of the year and it's okay. They get a pass because it's Halloween. It's all a costume. It's all fun. So as Regina George is going up to Aaron Samuels, she pretends to talk about Katie. Katie's watching. And Regina just boom slides in and lays some smooches on Aaron. How could she? So immediately Katie is infuriated. She's been lied to. She finally realizes how deceptive Regina George is and she does not trust her from here on out. So she runs. She goes and tells Janice and Damien and they decide to sabotage the whole plastic group. Now that's kind of the setup guys. I don't want to go into too much details but from here we get a sabotage of the groups as well as the other plastics and a lot of other funny scenarios going on guys. They mess with Regina George's weight because they know she's all about her figure they end up kind of pitting the other plastics against each other so you get a lot of dirty and deceivious mischievous secrets and and all kinds of antics going on guys as well as a great iconic jingle bell rock scene which i think is hands down the funniest thing i have ever seen in my life so it's just so much going on guys like i said if you're a fan of like snl writing that quirky clever humor it's kind of stretched out in movie form in about an hour and 30 minutes and I absolutely love it. I have no gripes to this film and I have no problem calling it my guilty pleasure. I mean, yeah, it's about teenage girls, but that's okay. The humor is all there. It's very, very relatable, especially in high school. High school was very clicky, guys, especially for me. I mean, I was a follower. I'm not going to lie. I was a follower. I was very insecure and I think a lot of us all were in high school and even in junior high and you know, we were just really trying to find ourselves as well as kind of fit in at the same time. So, you know, it is what it is. I wish I kind of would have gone back and just been more of an individual, been myself, and kind of hopefully blossom. I don't know. I don't know what I was trying to find in high school. No one found anything except for you know drugs, playing hooky, and I don't know, not being serious about anything. But anyways, guys, like I said, I overall love this movie. I give it a ten out of ten. It's a comedy that I always throw in at least once a year, guys. Comedies for me. Oh, and I also actually just found this copy that I was watching on Blu-ray at a thrift store for like $2. If you look it up, this is a very, very hard Blu-ray to get. As far as a solo movie, I always see it like in a combo pack, I think with Mean Girls 1 and Mean Girls 2 or Mean Girls and another movie in Blu-ray, but this one right here I found is a solid standalone. I do have it on DVD as well, but having the Blu-ray in my collection was the icing on top. I definitely recommend you guys check this one out if you guys want a good laugh. I do consider it family-friendly, I believe it might be PG-13. Yeah, it's PG-13. And like I said, it did come out April 30th, 2004. So where were you in 2004? If you guys are around my age, you guys are probably in high school or just graduating high school. So it was a wild time, guys. But yeah, definitely check out Mean Girls if you guys can. I definitely give it a 10 out of 10, two thumbs up. If you guys did like this review, please give it a like and make sure you guys are dropping comments below wherever you guys are listening and make sure you guys are hitting that subscribe button wherever you guys are listening. Also make sure you guys are following us on our social medias on Instagram and Twitter at Felix Talk Podcast. That's F L I X talk podcast. Make sure you guys are leaving us a message on there, following our polls, following all of our posts because we want you guys to get interactive with this. Especially for October, I'm putting up a couple of movies going head to head and I want you guys to vote for them because that's the next podcast that we're going to be doing. Actually, after this, tomorrow we're going to be doing the podcast for Halloween 2018 which we just saw guys and I can't wait to talk it with Josh. So, that being said, guys, this is David for Felix Talk Podcast signing out, saying thank you so much for listening to the end. I appreciate your support. And hey, remember, we only wear pink on Wednesdays.